you love wrestling podcasts but hate all the ads? Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster, the Hall of Famer, a man who wakes up in the morning and sweats greatness. He's the enforcer, double A, Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you? I can't follow that. Okay, see you next week, folks. <laughs> Sweat's greatness. You that's, like that? That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty creative. <laughs> well done, Paul. Listen, my goal, whenever I get the opportunity to do the show with you, I'm going to try to come up with something different every time for your opening. So That's different. We'll have, we'll have a little fun with you. I'm definitely a sweater. I don't know about if greatness comes out. <laughs> well, hey, man, you've been all over the place, traveling up and down the roads, fan conventions, TV shows. I'm just glad you had a few minutes for us to sit down today and do some recording. Oh, well, you know, the, the one thing is it, it, that I really appreciate about doing these appearances and Comic-Cons and WrestleCons and all that stuff is I get to see the people that listen to the show. And uh, I just... Flat ask him, I said, what do you think of Paul, my co-host, Some sometimes? Oh, no. Co-host, don't. And let me tell you something, across the board, unanimous. They're digging you. Oh, okay. All right. So, that and hey, that's, I, I wasn't good. I, was, I figured I was way ahead. I wasn't going to ask them how they felt about me. We just left it there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they love yeah. you, man. That's why they're listening. So, you know, pretty much positive. Uh they like the format. They like going back, reliving the, the old days. So if it ain't broke, let's don't fix it. Arn, let me tell you something. You are the ultimate tag team partner because you made it work with Ole. You made it work with Tully. Uh, you, you make it work with a lot of guys you work with. You and Conrad, tag team champions, me and you. You are the common denominator, my friend. So let's give you some credit where credit is due. You just work well together with a, with a tag team partner. So 
I'll take it. All right, let's do it. So let's jump in. We're here. It's February 1988. Let's get in the way back machine, as Conrad would say. And we're going back to some of those fond memories of Jim Crockett Promotions and Arn Anderson. And Arn, last week, you and Conrad talked about the continuing and growing rivalry between the WWF and Jim Crockett. Once again, touching on the importance of the ever-burgeoning pay-per-view industry. And as a reminder to our listeners, Vince aired the very first Royal Rumble on free TV. That's right, free. Nothing's free anymore. And uh, they went head-to-head with the bunkhouse stampede. And as you and Conrad talked about it, you were not necessarily paying attention to this fact because you guys were too busy, Arn, selling out houses across the country. And as you know, you lived it. That ride continued in February of 1988. So here we go, Arn. The month begins with you taking on your old friend and super athlete, Dr. Death, in Spartanburg at the Memorial Auditorium. Right? Hell of a way to start off the month. It's February 2nd. It's a singles match. You guys are second from the top. And the other horsemen are not at this show because they're at the Knight Center in Miami, Florida. And this was the debut for Jim Crockett at uh, this venue. As you might imagine, Arn, the main event featured the other two horsemen. So you had Tully and Rick. And as they took on Dusty and Luger in the main event, Arn, I got to ask, any ideas as to why you would not be on the premiere show considering the ever-growing role you were playing inside the company? Or is it just simply a matter of creating two strong cards? Yeah, you have to spread your talent around so that one doesn't fail. If you if you're, you know, lose your ass on one, it doesn't matter that the other one does well. So you had to spread around the talent and make sure both of them drew. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see here that they would split you up, but hey, you got to do it. And the horsemen are red hot. You know, they're selling tickets all over the place. Jim Crockett would tape their television on February the third, which would air on February the sixth at WTBS Studios. You and Tully pick up a quick win over, and I'm not making it up. Max MacGyver and John Savage. When you pin MacGyver. No, not Richard Dean Anderson, the guy that could do it all with a, with a Swiss Army knife. But uh, during the commentary, J.R. and Tony specifically emphasized the threat that Wyndham and Luger presented to your championship reign. David Crockett's going to interview you guys, and we got the entire clip on. Here's our first clip of the week. We only have four this week. See what, see what I did there? We have four clips. Symbolism. Symbolism. Let's check out uh, this, this ending of the match in the interview. There they are, the World Tag Team Champions, Tully and Arn, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, along with J.J. Dillon against Max MacGyver and John Savage. A wild, a wild Dick Murdoch. I, he was really going off the deep end there. I think really, as fans remember, he must have turned the, the TV set off after the first quarter of the Super Bowl. But when it comes to Baltimore, he's going to turn it on, and, you know, he'll, he'll, hit, he'll hit a lady. That's his environment inside that steel cage. He's got Rhodes in there, and you're right. He will hit a woman. That's not going to bother him. There's J.J. Dillon holding the gold, the inspirational leader of the four horsemen, James J. Dillon. You know, there's a lot of great competition and tag teams after the world tag team title, but a lot of noise is being made by two men. We're talking about Barry Windham and Lex Luger, and we have seen them in action together, and they are an awesome combination. You're exactly right, Tony, and we're going to see them in action together again in this program here on TBS, here on World Championship Wrestling. They are a great team. Many say the hottest team in wrestling are Wyndham and Luger. But I'll tell you something. They're going to have to be at their very best. It's going to have to be their night because Anderson and Blanchard, as far as I'm concerned, there's no finer tag team in wrestling today. Anywhere, bar none, than Arn Anderson and 
Tully Blanchard. And my criteria, once again, they are the world tag team champions. That makes them the best there is. Blanchard and Anderson tagging in and out. And now we're going to take a look at a double gourd buster. MacGyver's up high. And Anderson flips it right down. That's the move. Teddy Long will count him out. There you go. Symbol of excellence, the four horsemen. The winners, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. We're all tag team champions along with James J. Dillon. David Crockett will be talking to him in just a minute. Let's take a look one more time. Two things here, Arn. I can't help but see FTR in the two of you. I just can't help but see it as I watch these move sets. Definitely similarities. Yeah. That's for sure. And then Tony Schiavone's in full announcer voice. <laughs> Look at the guard buster here by Arn Anderson. Listen to Tony. It's so funny. <laughs> Something that will add a little bit of hum to this clip. You know who John Savage is? No. That's He's the brother of the Barbarian. Nice. All right, here, let's check this interview out. We'll talk more about that. It, it seems like in these desperate times, each individual, and I'm talking about Luger, Sting, Barry Windham, Rhodes, the garbage, and you, Rock, Ole Anderson, are reaching deep down in your gut, reaching in the back lobes of your mind, trying to figure out what can we do. So finally, once and for all, Stop the snowball effect. You see, Rock, you thought that the world went in when we booted you out. The horsemen kept on rolling. Luger, you thought when you wanted to go to Hollywood and advertise Purina Dog Chow or be seen waxing up a Mercedes at Beverly Hills on Rodeo Drive for an advertisement. You figured when we kicked you out, the horsemen would fall from grace. Well, gentlemen, like we've always said, everybody can come out here and say they're the greatest, say they're the toughest, come out here with a lot of amateur credentials, or just claim that they're the greatest box office attraction that's ever been. But any athlete, and I'm talking about you people that's got your fanny in the kitchen chair right now, any true athlete can look at him, can look at me, can look at Rick Flair, and look at James J. Dillon, and honestly say we work harder, we're the best there is at one thing, and it's not making commotions. When we park these oats, my friends, technically, conditioning, and just overall knowledge, the reason we're the three world champions is simply we're the best there's ever been. We are the family. We are the unit. So Rock and the Omni, you want to put me in a cage? Everybody's always talking about how tough the Andersons were, how tough the Anderson family was. I'm the only Anderson left that means anything. Keep that in your mind, Rock. Hey, listen to this, guys. What do you say that when Luger and Anderson fall just a little bit short in the Omni, we still, we're, we're not that bad, guys. We'll get, what if they polish our Mercedes up and we'll give them a job? How does that sound? Sound good to you, Mr. Crockett? Ladies and gentlemen, they say the four horsemen rule wrestling, and that they do. Let's go to the ring now. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering our core body temperature. You see, temperature-controlled sleep repairs our muscles after a hard day's work, and it improves our cognitive function, so you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. Chili Sleep makes customizable, climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Chili Sleep makes the Uller, that's the one I have, and the Cube Sleep System. Both are hydropower temperature controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket. It's the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. Head over to chillysleep.com forward slash Arn to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Arn listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling refreshed every day. Wow. Arn, uh, just a few things here. First of all, you take the lead in the interview, making it believable and impactful as you set your sights on Oli and the Omni. We know that you think of both Oli and the Omni. Think you a lot of respect. Looking back 34 years later, can you share your thoughts about what this event meant to you facing one of your mentors in one of your favorite wrestling venues? Well, Oli is synonymous with the Omni. You know, he was the boss there for quite some time he wrestled there without his home base quite some time uh and the andersons pretty much you know throughout the south in as much as anywhere else were just synonymous with tag team wrestling mostly now we find ourselves in a little bit of a mixed pair it's not both andersons it's one anderson on either team which kind of makes it interesting i think and uh uh you know, Oli had still, at this point in time, not gotten his, what's the word I'm looking for, his penance. His, yeah. Uh, you know, he has Restoration. Yeah. Yeah, he is not satisfied right. with what we did in his mind to him. So he's still, still hot, still on the roll, still he's, wanting to do some damage. He hasn't gotten his full vengeance, and he's he's ready to come after you. Yeah, vengeance, I got you. That's what I was looking for. Yep. Yeah, no, but it's just, it's money. And, and by the way, the nugget there, Savage, I didn't even realize that. So that's Barbarian's brother. And if you look a little closer, I think Teddy Long was your referee. He was, yes. What the heck? So, so much in that, in that one little match clip there. If you're not on ad-free shows, sign up to get the video. It's nine bucks a month, and you can watch these awesome clips along with Arn and I and uh, get to see these nuggets. It's February 6th now, Arn, and you and the Nature Boy are in the main event 
against Lex Luger and Barry Windham at the Charlotte Coliseum. And you could tell in JR's commentary, the push was all behind Lex and Barry, without a doubt. He was putting them over while your match was going on. And this is a big-time continuation of your feud with Luger and Windham. And uh, Nate declares on TV he wants Barry Windham to be the newest horseman. So there's that declaration. Flair's already putting it out there. He wants Barry you know, in the group. We move on. It's February 8th now. You and Rick are in the main event at the Memorial Auditorium in Greenville, a place that you're you're definitely familiar with. And this time, you face off against Lex Luger and Ole Anderson. Eight days into the month, Arn, and it's very clear Luger is getting the push as he's in matches every night with the Horsemen. It seems that booking relied heavily on tag matches at this time. Last week, you talked about how Rick would push Luger, and Luger needed to build up that cardio before he'd be ready for Rick. Do you think that tag matches helped, I don't know if protects the right word, but helped you know Luger as far as his overall presentation while he would work on that cardio? I think that uh, it helped him watch what else was going on in the ring with guys that were more experienced. And if you pay attention to what we do and why we do it and when we do it, you know, he was the guy with the least experience. Then when you're up close and you're involved in the fight, it means a lot more because you're seeing it firsthand. And Barry and Luger were a brand new, fresh team. You know, it was something fresh. And uh, it was just, uh, you know, all you had to do in those days when you had a really hot talent is just move him into a different angle and it would freshen your card up. And that's what Luger and Barry did. They they freshened up any card they were on. Yeah, there you go. Well, Crockett recorded television from the TBS studios in Atlanta on February 10th, which would air on February the 13th. Uh, World Championship Wrestling opened with a recap of Sting uh, hitting J.J. with the Stinger Splash, a continuance of the angle between the horsemen, particularly Rick and the Stinger. On the show, you defeated, here he is again, John Savage in a match that went about four minutes. During the match, you hit the DDT, the Spine Buster, and the Gourd Buster. I'd say that's a rough day at the office for Mr. Savage. This is the second time in as many weeks that you would face and defeat Savage on the same show. What was the uh, rationale for the booking in this case? Was he just the guy that, hey, we're going to make him the sacrificial lamb for a little bit for you, Arn? Have fun with him. Well, I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> and obviously, in my mind at that time, it was going to take more than just one move to keep him down. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> so let's just get out in front of it and go ahead and hit him with everything I got. If he doesn't stay in, oh, if I'll just roll out and leave and uh, we'll give him the match. At least you didn't have to worry about Big Brother trying to come down and, and stick up for him. You yeah, know what I mean? no joke. So listen, after you're done beating the beating the crap out of John Savage, you take a few steps over to the podium with David Crockett, and this is what you have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, they say the horsemen rule wrestling. And in that ring, you can see exactly why. I guess you would have to describe it almost, David, as poetry in motion, because that's what I perceived. And of course, the only thing missing today is the co-holder of the world tag team titles. I'm talking about Mr. Tully Blanchard. He's been away on a little uh, respite, if you would, on Maui out in the islands, soaking up a little sun because, frankly, the horsemen and myself in particular, Double A, have had a real problem trying to find worthy contenders for the two of you to defend the world tag team titles. JJ, that's exactly correct. If you check the records, 
and the month of January, and the month of February, so far, we've probably had three title matches. Simply because these belong to us. I don't know if it's you people out there don't have what it takes to come out to something this prestigious, knowing full well these men are meal tickets, exactly what you're getting into. I don't know the theory behind it, but the one thing I do know, there's three individuals that are trying to manifest themselves to a level equaling the horsemen. And two Steve, and two Luger, and two Barry Windsor. Now you're all great looking guys, you're all great athletes, but the bottom line is, you're coming out to the, the unit, the most elite wrestling machine ever formulated. I'm talking about the cream of the crop, the franchise, the Four Horsemen, with James J. Dillon being the brains behind it all. Now you want to manifest yourself as movie stars, glamour boys, fan favorites, and last of all, saviors for everybody across this land that wants to fight what we consider our lifestyle called capitalism. That means you can have anything on God's earth and feel good enough to go out and achieve it. A wise man once told me, he said, any man, any professional man that has anything in his life doesn't do it in 40 hours. It takes 60, 80, 100 hours a week to be what you want to be. That's being the best. Well, Wyndham, just because you and Luger and Sting say that you're ready to tackle the horseman, keep in mind, your three distinct egos, all very big. What we are are three individuals just like I manifested myself to be. A great singles wrestler. That's where tell you are. That's the reason when we combine, we combine to be a great team. The bottom line where we're concerned is sacrifice each other, sacrifice our ego, and sacrifice, last but not least, you to meet our eventual ends. That's the reason we have always been and always will be the franchise, the horsemen. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean, right now, and just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance, if you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliath life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. So Arn, I got to ask you. 
You've talked to us before. We've heard in the past about uh, your your grandfather in previous episodes. Was this line about uh, not getting what you want in 40 hours, uh, was that from him? Pretty much. You know, he would he would cut hair from 6 in the morning to 6 in the evening, come home, get a little bit of dinner, and then he'd go work his garden till dark. And that was pretty much every day. And I learned my work ethic from him. And, uh, you know, I would just say, sometimes I'd say, Granddaddy, aren't you tired? He'd go, yeah, son, I'm, I'm tired. But the fact is, you know, all these vegetables are what's feeding us. Mm. So I'm not that tired. And I just learned my work ethic from him, and he was one great man, that's for sure. And also, you know what you did here again? The meat of the promo, it sees you putting your opponents over as you always did. We know how the angle ends, but seriously, in the beginning of 88, was there any hotter baby faces than Sting, Luger, and Wyndham? Of course not. And uh, they were huge stars, and, and you know, they were grow. Barry had, was already established. Luger and Sting were really coming into their own and leaps and bounds, and it was just, you're right. The people loved them. The kids loved them. The old people loved them. I mean, look at them. They looked like stars. They wrestled like stars, and they were stars. They were the future, without a doubt, at this point. And uh, we're going to get into that as we move into March uh, and next week's show, Clash of the Champions and all that good stuff. But it's February 11th, and I want you to check this out. Dorton Arena in front of 1,500 people. You defeated the Italian Stallion in an underneath match. Tully and Flair main evented the card, losing to Barry and Lex by DQ. But it's the next day in front of 10,000 people in Baltimore Arena during a snowstorm. You defeated Kendall Wyndham. Arn. 10,000 people showed up for wrestling during a snowstorm. Baltimore's always been a good Jim Crocker promotions town. Uh, can you share any memories of Baltimore during this time? Well, what day of the week was that? Have you got that information there? I don't. I could look it up. Let's see here. It was February the 12th. So let me go back in my calendar while you talk about Baltimore, and I'll tell you when it was. Baltimore was just a great sports city. It's kind of like Philadelphia. You know, they supported their sports teams big time. Uh, and uh, they always turned out for us, even when business was down. They were they were right there. Friday the 12th. Okay. So there you go. <clears throat> so the previous day, we were in Dorton, Dorton Arena. On the 11th, yeah. So to, to come in for a snowstorm, again, we had probably rely on those private planes because I'm sure – if it was big time snowstorm, that uh, the airports were shut down. So mm. there's another one of those benefits of having them when you need them, as That's far absolutely. as the planes go, right? Yeah. And you and Kendall going at it there again. Two days later, well, a couple days later, well, you're at Philadelphia in front of six thousand people, and uh, on the show, you and Tully defeated Tom Marker and Bob Emery. Those are two names that I'm not familiar with. You would wrestle a second time on the taping, and all three horsemen teamed up, taking on, here's some more names for you, Curtis Thompson, Steve Sampson, and Joe Cruz. Hmm. Any of those? You ring a bell? Yeah, Curtis Thompson, uh, later on in his career, was Firebreaker Chip, if you remember huh? him, with yes. the champion. They were partners okay. with WCW, so good physique on the guy, good athlete. And this is all after Rick and Tully had already lost to Luger and Wyndham by DQ. You guys were just working machines back then, Arn. 
double shots twice during the day. Sometimes you'd work the you'd work the main event and then you'd work again in a dark match. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, and it they could float you up and down. Like I said, if I wrestle Kendall Wyndham early, you may come back and wrestle Barry in the dark match. Same night, you know, it was just. It was more about the one individual talent is it being a main event booking. Speaking of, yeah, and speaking of a double shot, it's Valentine's Day, and Jim Crockett holds a double shot, and Arn, you're featured heavily. Because why not on Valentine's Day? When you think of love and hearts and caring, I know I think of Arn Anderson wrestling. Okay, That's disturbing. The matinee show is at the UIC Pavilion in Chicago. And on that show, Tully wrestled Ricky Santana, and you wrestled Lex Luger in a cage match. Later that night, okay, you've already fought Luger in the cage. It's Atlanta at the Omni. So you go from Chicago to Atlanta. In the main event, yes, you're the main event on, on a card that had Flair versus Sting. You and Tully defeated Ole Anderson and Lex Luger in another cage match. Two cities, two matches, two cages. This is what they call shitting it and getting it because you are in a high-level spots in both cards. The semi-main in Chicago, the main event in Atlanta. Anything stick out for you on this day, Arn, that you can share with our audience? Well, I just hope everybody gets when they're, when they're visualizing this in their mind how difficult it was. I mean, you literally, there were plenty of times where you didn't even have a chance to take a shower in between. You'd throw on some sweats, have a car waiting on you, shoot you right out to the airport and, you know, get on the plane, here you go. And you would just get to the other town just in time to work your match. There was a lot of magic went on and it was just, I guess, God looking after us that we didn't have plane trouble or or a wreck or something that prevented us. I mean, anything that would have prevented us from missing that time window could have thrown the whole thing off. I mean, you can't ask people to sit there till four in the morning waiting on you. And oh, by the way, thanks for making it on time. We got another steel cage out there waiting for you. Have fun. I mean, that's, that's the reality of what it was like back in those days. It's, it's just incredible when you think about it now. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and say I would swap it for anything else in the world because I wouldn't. It's what I wanted to do my entire life. But, buddy, it was not easy. Make no mistake. The travel, besides just the the grueling matches with with some incredible talent, the the travel was just brutal. And you got to remember, you can't eat during that time. You can't just get on the plane and eat. I mean, because, you know, it'll... You need digestion time. I know I did. I needed four or five hours between meals. A lot of guys were that way. So that's something to think about as well. I would not do well with not eating. So by now, you know, the Fed has raised interest rates and they're telling us they're going to raise rates six more times this year. What does that mean for you? It means waiting will only cost you money. If you've been thinking about building, if you've been thinking about buying, if you've been thinking about refinancing, the time to act is now. Waiting will cost you money. I urge you, I encourage you, just let us run the numbers for you. If you want to buy a house, go to buywithconrad.com. If you want a lower monthly payment, go to savewithconrad.com. And I know what you're thinking. Man, can I really save money if rates are going up? Absolutely. Because if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you need to make improvements to your home, there's not a better, easier, faster, more economical, cheaper way to borrow this money than to use your current equity in your house. 
Here's what we're talking about. All of a sudden, our houses are worth more than ever in the last couple of years because the real estate market is hot, 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 daddy. Now, what you do with this debt, once you owe that debt, is up to you. So if you don't do what I'm encouraging you to do and go to SaveWithConrad.com, man, just keep making the minimum payments. Now, they're going to jack up your interest rates on your credit cards, too. Just so you know, we're not just talking about home loan rates, but all the money is about to get more expensive. Now, you're right now sitting at an interest rate on your credit cards that's way too high. I don't know how high, but you may not either. Is it 19%? Is it 29%? Here's what I know. It's going up. And if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're making the minimum payments, if you don't feel like you have a real plan to get out of debt, now's the time to make that plan, baby. Savewithconrad.com. We can help you knock out all that debt, even let you skip your next two house payments, and more importantly, pay your house off faster. When we're really talking about saving on a refinance, the term is the killer. If the bank can trick you into giving them 29% of your gross monthly income every month until you die, it's mission accomplished for them. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. Mortgage is Latin for pledge until death. They put you in this thing to keep you beholden to them every month until you die. That's not the American dream. The dream is to get out of debt. I want to help you get out of debt today. Make a stand today. Tell the banks to stick it, brother. We're going to show them how to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. If you got car loans, check. I can handle that. You got credit card debt, check. I can handle that. Oh, and here's a pop quiz for you. Have you always wanted to do one thing to your house? Whether we're talking about upgrading your kitchen, upgrading your bathroom, putting in a pool, putting in a man cave, let's make someday today. All that's going to do is make your house worth even more. You're going to create even more equity. But at the same time, you're going to get those repairs or improvements done with no money out of pocket. You hear me? Why would you not do this? Get the dream house with the dream payment right now at SaveWithConrad.com. And if you're still throwing your money away on rent, I urge you, I encourage you, this is the year to take action. There is no stopping this real estate boom right now. I cannot believe what's happening, and I want you to be a part of it. Had you done it two years ago, you'd already be rolling in the dough, baby. What's that old proverb? The best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago. The second best time is now. Something like that. The second best time to buy a house is now. Find out how much money you can save when you stop throwing your money away on rent. And you actually build some wealth for yourself at buywithconrad.com. And, buddy, we're licensed in almost all the states. Don't take my word for it. I know it sounds weird. Wait, the podcast guy about wrestling can help me save money? Go check out my reviews, conradreviews.com. You'll see more than a 1,000 reviews. Our average is like 4.71 or 4.72. You know what that means? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're going to save you some cash. You're going to love it. Run the numbers with me. No cost, no obligation. Buy with Conrad if you want to buy. Save with Conrad if you want to save. Either way, I can hook you up. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And oh, by the way, don't be nervous about talking about your credit report. I don't care that you had a late here or there. I don't care that you had a bankruptcy back in the day. I'm not going to tell you no. Now, I might say not yet, but here's how. You need a plan to get out of debt. You need a plan to buy a house, and I can help you with that plan at SaveWithConrad.com or BuyWithConrad.com. Or, hey, man, maybe you don't want to do that. Give us a call, 888-425-0105, or just drop me a line. Yes, email me, Conrad at SaveWithConrad.com. 
So what was a typical thing if you do a double shot like that after you have your cage match at night? Would you, you know, that night then go have your big meal midnight or something? That was or? the only chance you had to, yeah. to have something, yeah. Well, the next day there was a TV taping in Atlanta, so you're not done. I just said you wrestled a double shot in two major cities and two cage matches. The next day, TV taping in Atlanta at WTBS Studios for uh, World Championship Wrestling that aired on February 20th. It was announced on this show that NWA US champ Dusty Rhodes, Ole Anderson, and Lex Luger would f- would face Ric Flair and the tag champions, you and Tully, the following week at the Omni, and that Magnum TA would be in the corner of Dusty Rhodes while J.J. Dillon would be in the corner of the Horseman. During this show, Arn, the Horsemen defend the Tag Team Championships against Larry Stevens and Tony Suber. And later in the show, you, Tully, and J.J. Dillon are interviewed by David Crockett at the desk promoting this big Omni event. Let's take a listen to it now. J.J., it looks like that, you know, if Barry and Lex Luger don't get your man... In the Omni on the 28th, Dusty Rhodes, the Rock Ole Anderson, right? And Lex Luger gets You know, I've been sitting back and I, I've been listening to some of the, the, the great news where Dusty Rhodes talked about the feelings that he has walking down the aisle the first time ever in his life, side by side with the Rock Ole Anderson. I hear the inspirational words of Lex Luger standing out here, always glancing at one side for Barry Windham, always looking to the other side for a sting or someone to stand there and support him. But I'd like to give all three of you that are going to be in the Omni next Sunday night just a little food for thought and come in here because what I have to say is for you. It wasn't six months ago, Lex Luger, that we sat in the snuggery in Chicago on Division Street, and up on the big screen we listened from our private video and we witnessed a scene in a parking lot in Charlotte, North Carolina, when the horseman hogtied the American Dream Dusty Rhodes, because that's the only kind of justice that he understands. We hogtied him to make an example of him. And when we took and cracked his hand, Lex Luger, it was you that laughed louder than anyone else. And are you going to tell me that inside you were feeling some other emotion? And I was there at the scene. I was there when it happened. And it was you, Holy Anderson, that welded the bat, that cracked the knuckles in the hand of the so-called legend Dusty Rhodes. And I witnessed personally the gleam in your eye. And you're going to tell me in the dressing room, in the Omni next Sunday, when you sit there all in a circle, looking at each other, lacing your boots up, boy, if I was a betting man, I bet you could hear a pin drop in the place. You know, you know, J.J., that was that was put so eloquently. But, you know, you think about the last time in the Omni, they're going to get Tully and Art and put them in a cage, and we're going to take their face, and we're going to grind it up, and we're going to beat them up, and we're going to end their careers. But, oh, no, it was Lex Luger that was carried out. It was Ole Anderson that got the Gordon Buster and was left laying. And it was the horseman that walked down the aisle, not carried down the aisle, or run down the aisle with your tail between your legs. Now, gentlemen, if you think Dusty Rhodes is going to make that much difference, our names are already on the contract, and we'll be there an extra hour early just to get loose. They tell me Magnum T.A. is going to be there, and I've got one little message for him. Magnum, don't mess with me. Not in the mood that I'm in. David Crockett, 
the 15,000 people that filled up that Omni last time came from two or 300 miles around to think they were going to get satisfied. They sat there and they chewed their nails into the quick, thinking they were finally, because Ole said so, because Luger said so, that they were going to take our head and shove it through that cage just like much. But we threw them a curveball. Because when it was all said and done, Dusty Rhodes, as you looked out in that hallway and you saw the horrification going down, a flashback, a video of time went through your mind because you, at one time, Rhodes, were in that precarious position. Now, Ole, I'm sure you left home. Luger, they carried you home. And when the people of that Omni went to their cars scratching their heads, they wondered one thing, could any combination possibly manifest herself to finally shut up the horseman. So they went and they got the big daddy of them all, Dusty Rhodes. Nobody knows more about the horseman than you. Ole Anderson, they said you're long on guts. You are long on guts. And Luger, you're the rising star. But as you stand out here and you tell Ric Flair and you tell us that we didn't get the job done, just keep in mind that you got a big rock and you want to chip that rock down to size, you start picking at the bottom and you work your way up and pretty soon what you have is just a pile of stones. What I'm trying to say to you figuratively is we're in this thing for the money and the people are in it for the gore. If you're there to satisfy them, just forget about it because we're your opponents and my friend, we're the baddest of them all. Okay. Buddy. This is so good. These interviews to me are the best of all these segments that we do. The three of you guys are talking with a common message and just how good is JJ at the beginning when he's just painting that picture of, of that, he really planted those seeds of distrust, didn't he? It was the ultimate shit disturbed. I don't want to remember that, but God almighty, if you're dusty and you're going down the aisle with Ole Anderson for the first time in his long career how strong is that man i mean with jj stirring it up like that you had to make dusty go you know what am i getting into here you know there's probably a reason i haven't been partners with Ole all these years it was intense it was believable from the production where the camera zoomed into his face it was magic that was probably one of the best jj dylan promos you'll ever see and he's Without a doubt. fabulous. Yeah. I say it all the time. He was as much a horseman as anybody. Mm. That just proved it. Good yeah, Lord. so good. All three of you guys were that was just mm. money. Well, you guys are red hot. The JCP crew would travel to New Mexico the next day, February sixteenth, and wrestled at the Tingley Coliseum. On the card, Arn, it was the horseman taking on Dusty, Luger, and Wyndham in the main event. The horseman would come up short in that one, but man, I'm interested in the venue, Arn. This is the first time I remember seeing New Mexico popping up, and uh, I know I haven't talked with you about it on the show. This isn't exactly a Jim Crocker promotion stronghold. Is this the promotion possibly testing a new market? Any memories that you can share of New Mexico? All I can figure is it was just throw something against the wall. See if it's yeah. sticks. I what got else, you. What else could it be? We had never went that far or ran that town. Uh, it, you know, logistically, it was just difficult. Well, but you can see Jim is and, and Jim Crockett here is maybe just testing the waters. The popularity is at an all-time high, red hot. 
and let's try to maybe see what this type of expansion looks like and try these new markets. Absolutely sure. That's exactly what it was. It was just a hit and miss. There we go. Well, Arn, you move on. It's the 17th. Jim Crockett Promotions is out at the Great Western Forum. This is the card that night. Here we go. You got Ricky Santana defeating the Hurricane Kid, Dick Murdoch defeating Billy Anderson, NWA Tag Team Champions Arn Anderson, who defeated Tim Patterson. Okay. NWA U.S. Tag Team Champions Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane, they fought Sting and Jimmy Garvin to a 30-minute time limit draw. You had Road Warrior Hawk and Paul Ellering defeating the Powers of Pain in a ladder match. There you go, a ladder match. NWA U.S. Champ Dusty Rhodes defeating Western States Heritage. Oh, that glorious title, Larry Zabisco. Listen, they're putting the belt on Larry, trying to see if he can elevate that title. No cigar. <laughs> I knew you were going to go for Not it. Not happening, Larry. <laughs> In the main event, Barry and Luger take on Rick and Tully, winning again by DQ. But interestingly, you worked underneath that night against Tim Patterson. Man, you guys are. You're one of the hottest, hottest acts. And this is a fully loaded card. No offense to Tim Patterson here, buddy. But why not have a, have Arn against somebody else? I wish I had an answer. Yeah. I don't even remember. No disrespect. I don't remember who Tim Patterson is. Yeah, no disrespect to the Patterson family or Tim himself. No, no. But no clue. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was what it was. It was what it was. They were trying to fill that card up, but they had all the stars, that's for sure. But, Tim, we hope you've had a good life. And maybe you were also one of the lucky ones that got to experience the Spine Buster, the Gourd Buster, and that DDT all from Arn, uh, probably did. You moved on. It's the 18th. The horsemen travel to AWA country. You're in Sioux City, Iowa at the Municipal Auditorium. And this one's another sellout. Imagine that. 20, uh, 2,750 fans. And on that night, Arn, the crowd was treated to one hell of a card. It included Barry pinning Tully, Lex Luger pinning you. I'm not a fan of that. And Flair defeating Dusty by DQ at 33 minutes. This one was a dusty finish where it looked like Rhodes won, but he hit the referee earlier in the match, and the decision was uh, reversed. And like New Mexico, Arn, Sioux City, a different market. Any any thoughts about working uh, in AWA country? And who the hell booked Northwest Ohio in February? Well, it was probably a a good crowd for that size town, I guess. 2,700? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have a lot of entertainment out that way, I would imagine. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if they received us well, I'm glad they got the show. There you go. And the show they got for sure. We move on to February the 19th as we take the journey through February of 88. You guys are back in Crockett country for a television taping. And in the main event, Ole and Luger defeat you and Tully in a non-title tag team cage match. And then the following day in front of 8,000 fans at the Norfolk Scope, the six-man tag match advertised the previous week takes place as Dusty Luger and Ole with Magnum defeat the Horsemen when Luger pins you, Arn, after hitting you with Magnum TA's baseball bat. So Magnum back in front of the Jim Crockett crowd in Virginia had to be something, dude. We know you always kept kayfabe when the accident occurred, but this had to be something special to see. Any thoughts or reflections you can share on Magnum's return to wrestling after all these years? Just... It felt good to look across the ring and look look through the ropes and see his, that gleam in his eye that he was still getting to be part of it. 
because he, man, he had a horrific, horrific car wreck. And to come back from that and to, to lead a quality life, even a semi-quality life, man, it took, he was a tough son of a bitch. Let me put it to you that way. And uh, to see him still having a place in the business and being ringside and what a motivation that was for the fans to see him and just felt good. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you also get to catch up and see him from time to time as you make the loop now at some of the cons and some of the, you know, yeah. appearances that you make. And it's got to be good to see him still out there doing his thing. And, and people love Magnum TA, man. He was one of the, it was great. A couple of years ago, I got to see and meet him for the first time. Just such a fan of him. And he's the nicest guy in the world. He's part of the golden years. Absolutely. Jim Crockett from 85 through 88 to me. Up at 89 was the golden years of wrestling. It just was. Well, Arn, you move on. It's February 21st. They run the Nassau Coliseum. You're not on the card. So obviously it wasn't that great of an event. But in the main event, your fellow horsemen lost to Dusty and Luger when Telly hit Luger with one half of the deadliest loafers in all of wrestling. And of note, the Jim Crockett crew was supposed to run Elizabeth, New Jersey on the 23rd, but the show was canceled due to almost no advanced sales. I want to hit the pause button right here, Arn. Do you think this is because you guys are really out of your market? In case you're wondering, the ads featured Wyndham and Zabisco, as well as advertising the Midnight Express. Any thoughts on why a card in New Jersey, a fairly strong wrestling state, would not show up for this one? Because it was a WWF town. And, you know, people don't give their their audience enough credit for being loyal. They were loyal to the WWF product, and they didn't go to see. We were the enemy. So, you know, and I, I saw that a lot of different places. Because that's the only reason that, it's the only thing that could be. Yeah. Well, that and they said that they had a lot of ads that featured um, Zabisco. So maybe that too. Oh, you're saying Larry shit to be <laughs> I just want you trying. said it, not me. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Well, thanks, for that, thanks for the house, Larry. Yeah, there you go. Jim Crockett recorded television at this TBS studios on the 24th, which would air on the 27th. You and Tully make quick work of Barry Colley and Tony Suber. Once again, his name pops up here. But during the match, Tony and Jim Ross alluded to the problems that Ole and Dusty had in the past and how everything centered, centered around the Omni. JR and Tony do an amazing job of framing the situation and planting the seeds of doubt, whether Dusty could trust Ole or not. And Arn, I want to show you this clip, our final clip of the week. Man, this is this is good stuff. Let's let's check it out. The NWA World Tag Team Champions, Charlie and Iron, along with James J. Dillon, two of the four horsemen against Barry Colley, Tony Super, two big men for the horsemen to go up against, but they've gone up against big ones before. Let's before the match gets underway, Jim Ross, remind the fans to tune in tomorrow night to the Superstation. Exactly right, Tony. A lot of big news. I know you've got a very special announcement that's going to be, I think, uh, made tomorrow night. I know the fans are going to want to tune into that. Some very important news regarding the NWA. Also, I'd like to encourage the fans to call the 900 number that they see here on the program for current information on the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. Updates regularly on them. On information concerning the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. We talk about top seeds in the tournament. You've got to look first at the World Tag Team Champions. 
exactly right. It, it, they are still the World Tag Team Champions come April 22nd in Greenville, South Carolina. Then one would think that they would have to be strongly favored to be the number one seed in the tournament. But, of course, that remains to be seen because if Lex Luger and Barry Windham have their way, then Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard will not be the tag team champions come April 22nd or 23rd. And I know the fact that Luger and Wyndham are certainly a hot tag team right now concerns And James J. Dillon has walked up here to talk to us. Well, we can look ahead to the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup, and it's certainly one of the premier events of the year, but I'd be foolish if I would would not be honest to say that I'm not looking beyond tomorrow night in the Omni. That's, uh, that's the next big test. And uh, look across the ring today from the World Tag Team Champions, you're going to see two sizable adversaries in Tony Silver and Mr. Barry Colley. It's by design. First of all, I want my team fine-tuned to be out there as the greatest tag team in the world they are, along with their fellow horseman, Mr. Ric Flair, and also to prove a point. And I hope that Mr. Uh, American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Mr. Ole Anderson, and Mr. Total Package are taking a good close look because that's how we handle so-called big men. Well, you know, there was, there was doubt from J.J. not too long ago on the combination of, of Ole Anderson teaming up with Dusty Rhodes because that is quite a combination. There are two men who have really battled before, you know, and they're going to be coming together in the Omni tomorrow night. I think you know, J.J. alluded to the point earlier in the program about that there could be some dissension in that trio of Rhodes, Anderson, and Luger because Dusty Rhodes has had his problems on a major league level with Ole Anderson. More than once. And in the Omni. In the Omni. We can recall parking lot incidents more than once in the cage, breaking the leg, and it all centered around the Omni. And it is the Omni tomorrow night where Ole Anderson and Dusty Rhodes team up with the total package, and you know there's not going to be any dissension among the horses. That's a tight-knit, close group. Big Barry Colley has got a bear. Buddy, it sounded like if anything was going to go down, it was going to go down at the Omni. That's what I'm picking up from this. Yeah, they're really stirring it up. Aren't they? This is, and these guys are big boys, by the way. For you that can't see this video, they are not lying. These two guys you're wrestling are big. You're not kidding. Yeah. And I, and I think it's to exactly show the point of, hey, it doesn't matter. You can be our size. You can be a lot bigger than us. And there you are with the DDT. And uh, we can get back to some of the commentary here, Arm. But, man, this is. I uh, had to slow down some of these guys' momentum. Yeah, absolutely. And we got uh, and we got uh, Teddy Long back in the ring as your official. There's a gourd buster. There it is, that double team gourd buster. That ought to do it. Arm for the pin, one, two, and three. And you guys definitely are headed over to the booth, and we'll check in for that. And tomorrow night with Nature Boy Ric Flair, there will be no championships on the line, but a great deal of athletic pride. Six phenomenal athletes putting it on the line tomorrow night in the Omni as we watch once again the double version of the Gore Buster. But right now, let's come back to our set. David Crockett with J.J. Dillon and the Tag Team Champions of the World. Here they are, the World Tag Team Champions, Tully Blanchard, Iron Anderson with their manager, J.J. Dillon very simple the referee goes one then he goes two then he goes three and it's another victory for the four horsemen just that simple you know jj everybody wants to come out here and start talking about money dust roads i can buy sell this that and the other well i got news for you ladies and gentlemen we're not going to an auction at the omni sunday night 
You don't got to come in with a checkbook and buy people. All that you've got to do is get in a squared circle and whoop them. What you saw is a double guard buster, 340 pounds, some guy named Collie trying to make a name for himself, and Dusty Rhodes, if I read the program right, 280 pounds. My friend, you can get picked up just like this, and he can grab you by the neck and drop you on your face, as well as Ollie and Luger, and my friend, that's all that's got to be said about tomorrow night. Leonard Crockett, this is a generic show. We can't come out here and talk about one night because the NWA, Jim Crockett Promotions, goes all across this world. But I'm going to take a little chunk of time and talk about the Omni. Because three men have put the, what they considered pooled their talents together. I'm talking about Rhodes, Luger, and Ole Anderson. And they decided we're going to jam the Omni. And in front of 20,000 people, we're going to take these two punk kids and flare and shut them up. And what we're going to do is we're going to bring Magnum TA down there for inspiration. Well, Magnum, when we were child children, we did childish things. When we became men, we put childish things away. Your day has come and gone. Maybe it'll come back to you. And God, I hope so. Because I want to be staring across to you in that ring when your time comes. But Magnum, your time is not now, my friend. You come down for inspiration. All well and good, but you get in my way. Get in his way, JJ's way. You get in Flair's way. I'll take you just to exactly what you are, an unarmed man, and slap you flat of your back. Because I'm not above it. I've been on you right in that same Omni dressing room two short years ago. So if the people want to come down this time, just they weren't satisfied last time, and they want to be satisfied, you keep in mind one thing, people. You're in this business for the gore, and we're in it for the money, and nobody makes any money in this business unless they got one of these. And if you want to be a champion, you don't worry about public opinion. And if the public says, Keep your hands off Magnum, and we are 20,000 strong, gonna come down there and make sure of it. Well then fine, you get in their corner, cause my friend, we take public opinion and put it exactly where it belongs. We put it in the sewer system, cause we're the horsemen, we earned everything we got, and by God, I dare any man to take what we've got. Right there, y'all. All right, the horsemen, the world tag team champions. Listen, coming up next, the Western States Heritage champion, Larry Zabisco and Baby Doll. Did you see it right there at the end? The first advertisement for Clash of the Champions. It's oh, coming. I missed, it. I missed yeah. it. It's coming. And uh man, we're excited because we're gonna be talking about that. But man, what another incredible promo clip from you guys. I'm telling you, wrestling schools around the country. If you ever just wanted to put on a promo class or train some folks on promos, look no further than Crockett Promotions years. Arn Tully the Horseman. It's just unbelievable. It was you made it real. You understand why it was real to so many of us in this generation watching this. Well, it was real to us, and it was real to the audience because it was real to us. That's right. And uh, there were some great talkers. I mean, Cornette. I mean, you think about <laughs> Dusty. All those nature boy. All you. The, oh God. I mean, just run down the list. There were some great guys uh, on the stick, and and it was as important almost as your wrestling ability it was well Arn, i wanted to mention this because we talk about how often all you guys are on the road reed flair 
was born on February 26th. And I mention it because of the way the month ends, nature boy isn't getting any downtime. Okay. So you guys are just running and gunning. People are having babies and things and life's continuing to happen. But in those days you guys were running and gunning. There was no time to to really slow down. Right. If if you were able to be at the birth of one of your children, it was a miracle. Mm. You couldn't just schedule that day off. There was no such thing as days off. To your point, though, so much going on. You guys are running and gunning. And in true Jim Crockett fashion, it's another double shot, February 28th. The weekend starts in Greensboro in front of 11,771 fans. And on this day, the upper deck seats were $5 a piece. And it's a six-man tag. It's Ole, Luger, and Dusty defeating the Horsemen later that night at the Omni, the Mecca. We've heard all about it this month. Again, with the help of the upper deck seats priced at five dollars, seven thousand three hundred people watch Dusty Lexanoli defeat the Horsemen when Luger hit you with a baseball bat given to him by Magnum. It was the same finish as the scope, but how awesome was it for both these crowds to see the returning Magnum TA? The Omni gets them too. It was great for all of us. Hundred percent. It was. We all rejoiced in him getting to be out there and getting to see him still be a part of it big time. A big moment at a big show. Great to have Magnum back involved. And finally, Arn, you wrap up February 88 on the 29th. Yes, we have 29 days in 88. It's a non-title steel cage. You and Tully lose to Luger and Wyndham at the Greenville Auditorium. And that's how we wrap up February 88. And uh, clearly at this point, the story is centering, centering around Luger and the promotion's attempt to heat him up with a feud against the Horsemen. But my goodness, Arn, next week, we're going to look at the very first Clash of the Champions. Many people, myself included, believe this is the event where Sting became a made man. There's no doubt about it. And I'm looking forward to talking about it with you. And we're going to cover you and Tully defending those tag team titles against Wyndham and Luger. And oh, by the way... It goes head-to-head with WrestleMania 4. Should be a good one, Arn. Wow. Okay, I can't wait. to Let's talk about it. Let's go back and relive it. Let's do it, man. I'm excited. And uh, I had a lot of fun today with February 88, man. So many good memories. Uh, Again, you running up and down the rows. So much spilt blood, cage matches, and uh, lots of fun storytelling. JJ, again, on the mic. You guys crush it on the mic. So many good times back in this era, Jim Crockett Promotions. I feel like one of the guys that really stepped up on this month, just watching everything in its entirety, J.J. Dillon showed why he was as much a horseman as anybody. Big he time. really, he was great. He was fantastic. Well, listen, we hope all of you enjoyed this show. Listen, if you haven't done so already, check us out, ad-free shows. Arn just recently, a few weeks ago, was on ad-free shows answering questions live through a Zoom event. Any questions that our members had, he was there talking with them, being candid, being open, being honest. You can join over. There's several tiers. Adfreeshows.com. Check it out. We appreciate all the support. Arn, another fantastic time with you today. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. Paul, I always enjoy doing the show with you, my man. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, on behalf of the Hall of Famer, he's Arn Anderson. I'm Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right here again next week here on Arn. 
John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.